0: Five, four, three, two, one. You're now tuning into to True Way Gaming Podcast, hosted by One Way Soldier. We answer your gaming-related questions and talk about gaming-related topics. Now available on major platforms like Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, and iTunes, and other platforms. Helping you game with a better understanding. The boys. Enjoy the show. Hey, God bless you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of True Way Gaming. I'm your host, One Way Soldier, or you call me Carl. And here at True Way Gaming, we answer your gaming-related questions and also talk talk about gaming-related topics. And on this episode of True Way Gaming, we are going to be discussing, or I don't know, I guess you call it reviewing in a sense, EA Play 2021 um ea recently hosted event they're um outside of e3 but their e3 press conference that was outside of e3 um july 22nd and uh yeah and today i'm just gonna give my comments what i think about the reveal and um you know it was it was it was interesting it was really interesting i want to go through the announcements they only announced what well yeah they talked about five games and uh yeah, we're gonna do a quick recount. My bad, six games, um, and I think two of them are brand new games, maybe three. So we're gonna go through that list, and we're gonna discuss, um, you know, give our thoughts, opinions on it, and yeah. So let's uh, begin. <laughs> so the first game that I wanna dive into, we're gonna, I'm gonna go in order here uh, of the announcements, and actually, it's it's really, you know, I'm really surprised to be honest that. EA decided not to cancel this event. Um, not sure. Just in case of listening, if you're not aware, um, it was reported, I do believe, two weeks ago or so, um, but earlier this month, that EA was actually hacked. It was a big hack, and uh, the hackers stole, I do believe, over 700 gigs um, worth of data from them, um, which is, holy smokes, a lot, <laughs> and um because of that i think they didn't the, the hackers did not steal any personal data in terms of developers and stuff like that but a lot of projects a lot of um, secret stuff i guess <laughs> that onto um, the company stuff so um so I, I really am um really surprised that they were like hey the show must go on you know and they delivered this press conference even though there was only six games which is very strange i guess you know i mean I mean, I'm not I'm not entirely complaining about that, you know, because what what I do like about this press conference is that um, Madden and FIFA and NBA and any other sports titles were not mentioned in this press conference, which I am to me. I'm happy. I haven't. I don't remember the last time EA had a press conference. I think literally every EA press conference. They always have spoke and shown, you know, FIFA, Madden, etc. And not just like, oh, yeah, it's coming. You know, they always shown it and it's like literally like 20 or 30 minutes. You know, (laughs) it feels like that. But like 10 minutes of of explaining, oh, yeah, we have a new uh, sweat technology for FIFA. You know, so now you get to see every sweat drop (laughs) of every player. (laughs) And and, uh, oh, yeah, so Madden 17. Yeah, we, we... we enhance our emotion capture so now you get to actually see the athletes run in a realistic way or you know, just something weird like that, you know? I mean it's, it's it's always cool when you know, if you're a fan of those games, you know, I guess more power to you. But, you know, it is I guess always relieving to hear as a you know, if you're a fan of those games that they're adding new technology to those games to add to the level of immersion. So, you know, it's not always a bad thing, but I mean i'm pretty sure most of you that are listening and by most i'm talking about minimum 90 no (laughs) no you know most of you are listening i'm sure you guys are not sports fans you know Uh, well not 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 sports fans excuse me what i meant is you know a fan of playing sports games and you rather you know watch it on live tv and or just play yourself in real life so yeah that's my personal opinion you know and uh i was really happy that they decided to leave these things absent um, from the press conference. I'm really happy about that. And to me, just by that simple fact alone, all jokes aside, I think this was a a conference that was better in recent years. Like this is like one of the top, like if not the best, in recent years because of that, in my personal opinion. You know, it's a little sad for me to say that, because they only announced six games, but <laughs> but to me it's been like this press conference, I the whole way I was, you know, from start to finish, I was interested, I was listening, you know. Um, but anyway, so with that being said, we're gonna get into those game announcements. So, the first game that they announced on the press conference, which is cool that they add um Xavier Woods to host it, which was a big surprise to me because me, I do watch wrestling. Um, big fan of wrestling. Watched them with my, my dad, and um, it was really cool to see Xavier. You know, he's always been a big gamer and stuff. And um, his YouTube channel, up up down, wait, up up down down. I think it is. And um, it's really cool to out of nowhere he was hosting the show. So I was like, oh, that's cool, you know. And and uh, yeah, I, I like his personality and stuff. He's very funny. Um, but the first game that he announced um, is Grid Legends, and. Um, Great Legends is being developed by uh, the development studio called Coldmasters. Coldmasters, in case you don't know who they are, they developed the Overlord games that released um, back on Xbox 360. Um, and then I, well, yeah, it was Overlord. And then part one, there was, I think a couple of years later, sort of like a definitive edition released on a PS3 where they improved the controls, they improved the graphics. And I think they added actually um, a few things to the game, fresh new content. And then they released Overlord 2. Now you have Overlord Shadow of Something, which plays completely different than the original. So to be honest, I have not been interested in that game. Um, But yeah, they developed Overlord. They also developed um, Clive Parker's uh, Jericho. um, No, actually, yeah, that's the title. (laughs) Clive Parker's Jericho, uh, the first-person shooter. Um, And um, it was the the author um, and creator of Hellraiser um clive parker um he made the story and he also i do believe was the lead development on this game it's a horror fps back on a 360 ps3 um it was pretty good played that many years ago um very very dark game though very very dark so yeah if you can't handle that uh, i don't recommend playing it but anyway so it's cool to you know they're the developers of this. They were bought by EA, and they announced their first project under EA's umbrella, which is Grid Legends. And it was it was pretty it was pretty cool. Um, it's it's really cool that they announced that they are um, gonna the the campaign for the game. They are gonna do like live action, which is pretty nice. Um, based on the cutscenes that we saw, you know, the footage that showed, um, it looked pretty cool. It was pretty cool. Uh, this, you know, there's two racers. about want to. You know, do get Out or something like that. And, and, and the graphics look really nice. And, um, you know, if, if you follow racing games and stuff like that, uh, this looks really appealing. This looks really appealing. At first, I thought it was Dirt 6, you know. Uh, but Dirt 5 was a launch title of, uh you know, the Xbox Series X and, and PS5. So, I was like, wait, what? They're coming out with another Dirt game already? And then, sure enough, it was Grid Legends. And I think, I haven't played the game, to be honest. I do like racing games. I do like the Need for Speed games. Not all of them. But um, you know, I've been a big fan of Need for Speed on the ground. You know? um, and even Need for Speed Heat. I actually did thoroughly enjoy Need for Speed Heat. That game is very fun. I highly recommend it. If you have Xbox Game Pass, Ultimate, you have access to EA Play, um, which is their service, and you could download it right now and play it. I highly recommend it. It's really good. The only downside for me with that game is that that game is locked at 30 frames per second. They never made um a series x and or um a patch to, you know ps5 or something to run it at 60 frames per second which uh to me is a little bit of a downer you know but it's other than that it plays great looks outstanding and it's uh it's really good it, rem- it, rem- it has that underground need for speed underground flavor to it and that's why i really like it hopefully we get a sequel to that or just yeah need for speed on the ground remake or something uh, but anyway back to grid Um, I haven't played it when it came out on 360 and PS3, um, but I I do believe there was a segment of audience in terms of the the gaming community that did ask for a sequel to that game. Um, and I do believe this game was well-reviewed, so to have Grid Legends come on, and I can't front, the story mode did catch my attention. To me, I I do prefer street racing games, not games where you're in a... Professional lead, so to speak, like more as a more Forza Motorsport. Um, to to me, that doesn't really catch my eye, but I do like street racing level or Horizon level, where you could literally drive in the wilderness. You could drive, and you know that, that those games caught my eye. You know, so uh, but yeah, they they announced that, which is pretty cool. Pretty cool, you know. um So it looks like EA starting to get that racing games unlocked. They got. I'm not sure they have dirt. No, no, they're, they're not on my dirt. That's right. It's not their five. Yeah, they have Grid and a an Need for Speed, you know? So that's awesome. And then moving on to the next announcement, the second game they have announced, or rather a new season, is for Apex Legend. Apex Legends uh, Emergence announcement. So I do believe Emergence is the character's name. At least that's what I'm assuming, because they're going to have, um, a. I think tomorrow, they're going to have a gameplay video. Uh, presentation of the emergence of this emergence gameplay so i'm assuming that's the name of the character and he sort of looks like like kun lao if he was black and and uh and uh you know titanfall universe which i thought was pretty cool i can't front it was pretty cool he looks like a mixture of um raiden and 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 kun lao so um, and it's cool because also if you look at the cover, he's like holding his hat like Kung Lao, you know. So I feel like, man, is he really Mortal Kombat inspired, you know, um, inspired in terms of design? And uh, yeah, he, I can't find him. He looks really cool. Um, and yeah, there's just another season of Apex Legends, you know. To, and me, again, I, I'm not into, I think I've said it in a previous episode, but I am not a fan of Apex Legends. i always been a fan of Titanfall. Timefall One was I, I love that It was a day one purchase for me. Um, years ago, Timefall Two I especially loved the, the, the especially the campaign. The campaign literally had me in tears, kind of. Um, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, had me in tears. And um, yeah, and Apex Legends I try to get into it. I love the fluidity. It was sixty frames is good, but to me, the Apex how it feels and how just everyone could wall run and run super fast and jump all over the place and it doesn't feel for me um it just feels like i have to spray everywhere you know shoot and spray everywhere until like i have to hope i get a kill by doing that you know it doesn't really feel like you know fps is like halo for example for me or call of duty where you know i could actually aim at a person and and you know eliminate the player like that and and you know Apex Legends to me the 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 constant um I don't know if I should call it fluidity I guess um but it just doesn't I don't know, I just I just don't like it. I do like Timefall 2 however, which is weird. I like the multiplayer. I love the Timefall 2 multiplayer. Excuse me. I actually I'm a high rank in that. Um but for Apex Legends to me it just doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel it just feels weird to me. The aiming and and just how the combat is. It just feels totally totally off. For me, and it was since, you know. So, when I saw this announcement, I was like, oh, okay, uh, wake me when it's over, you know. Um, which is also pretty cool that, you know, they, they're just, it's, it's, I'm happy for them that this is successful. You know, I'm, I'm happy that there's such a big, massive fan base of Apex Legends, and, you know, it's free to play and, and, you know, 60 frames, and, you know, they're still releasing characters for it. You know, I'm, I'm cool that this is literally. I'm cool. I think this is cool that this is EA's, one the top sellers right here, you know? Um, but I am looking forward to, because it was recently announced um, earlier this week, that Respawn Entertainment is hiring for a new single-player experience. To me, I think Respawn, especially with Timefall 2, to me, no lie, it's one of the best campaigns, um, I dare say, that I've experienced in a first-person shooter. Definitely one of the best campaigns I've experienced in a first-person shooter. And um, they are developing a new single player experience. And I'm really happy that they're able to do that. They also shown off Jedi, um, Star Wars, Jedi Fallen Order, Order, excuse me, and how successful that is. And especially they released a a Series X version. And that's massively popular, massively successful, has no microtransactions in it. And I'm glad that um, you're starting to see EA, they're starting to develop for you know, they have their games and they actually made a statement of this. They, they have games where it's multiplayer, they heavily monetize or whatever, and then they're also developing for those who are, who are in the audience that want a single-player experience like EA used to be, you know? They are developing games for them and excluding microtransactions and stuff like that, which I am happy. I see a change in EA. I hope that they change more to me. They're, they're far from perfect. I mean, no company's perfect, but I'm really hoping that more of their roots start to change. Um, and I think this is a good direction where they literally are developing more single-player games or publishing single-player games and you know allowing respawn entertainment to do what they do best. And I'm really happy about that. So, um, yeah. So if you're an Apex Legends fan, um, awesome. You know, <laughs> This character should be coming out soon and I uh, hope you enjoy them. You know? And now for the downs for the third announcement and, and again, this is my surprise because i see EA they're announcing new ips which is so cool so cool it is lost in random is the name of the game and to me this game is is an action adventure game and um, the combat seems very very interesting because you also it's it's you know it's old over the shoulder like third person style uh, it reminds me of first of all the identity of it the, the art style um how you know, dark a little bit of the world is. Um, it rem- immediately, I, I thought... It reminded me of Alice uh, Madness Returns, which is a game that came out on Xbox 360. I do believe also on the PS3. And uh, I think that leans towards... I mean, obviously, it's a it's a darker version of Alice in Wonderland. Much darker. It's not for kids. It's an for mature game. Uh, but I do believe it, it leans more towards the, the novels. It leans more towards the books. And... Um, yeah, it, it's, it's an outstanding game. I have not been in it yet, but I played a, a lot of it. It's a very, very fun action-adventure game. Uh, but in other words, when I saw Lost in Random, I immediately thought of that game. I was like, man, it has the same art style and stuff like that. I thought it was going to you know, possible sequel or whatever until they dropped the name, and also that DICE character that walks around with you. And it's cool that you sort of get to... You have uh, in combat... Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's crazy. It's, it's a mixture of things. You know, you have powers, you can shoot and stuff like that. And then you can also pick up your dice companion and toss him. And then you also have this little card system in the lo- or lower right corner of the screen, I think. um, It's different abilities, stuff like that. And then when you toss this dice character, depending on what number the dice lands on, you get to activate that card. So I thought that was really interesting. I thought it was very interesting. It sort of adds a blend of real-time action, yet sort of like a at the same time sort of like a uh i don't know what to call it i guess like a chance system or um i don't know it, it, it's it's unique in other words it's unique that's, that's what i'm trying to say <laughs> i thought it was very unique and we i feel like we don't have a lot of that today you know especially in the AAA a space you, you have a whole bunch of Companies that are all right, they're, they're, they're making games tailored to what is trending, so to speak. And I, and I feel like, especially for this past generation, and, and so far, even this, this current generation, you're starting to see, I feel like, a lot of indie developers is what's keeping the gaming industry alive. You know, it's the indie developers that there are trying authentic new ideas and, and actually making more games. Literally, I find myself playing more indie games than AAA, you know, which is... Which is awesome. So in other words, when I saw Lost in Random, I, I can't front it. It caught my interest. It caught my interest. Um, I'm very interested to see more. And I would love to see an in-depth gameplay analysis or something of, in terms of the gameplay. And I hope that you know there's a trial, because uh, it's going to be on EA Play. If there's a 10-hour trial, I'll be happy to play this game. I doubt it, though. But again, I'll probably um, you know look up gameplay videos just to see if it's something I would... Really be interested in and possibly pick it up, so it's cool that they announced that. Very exciting, a brand new IP, and uh, I hope it succeeds, you know. And then, now for the fourth announcement that they announced E3 uh, EA Play is Knockout City Season 2. Um, yeah, fight at the movies. So, Knockout City is really awesome. I i, I love that game. Um, it's a 3v3 style kind of game. And um, if you haven't played it yet, I highly recommend you Check it out. Um, especially if you have EA Play, you have access to the full game. And they also have sort of like a free-to-play version of it. So you could download the game for free. You could play the game up to, I do believe, is level 25 or so. And once you reach that level, it's sort of capped. You could sort of think of it as a trial version. But once you reach that level, that's it. You can't play anymore unless you purchase the real game. And um, which t- it's awesome, which which is a, a great thing. Um, because that allows you to have a, a lot of play sessions, you know. And um, yeah, and the game is very fun. It, it adds a, a nice blend of strategy to it. Um, it's literally just dodgeball, you know, and the maps are crazy. Uh, there's a lot of athletic moves you could do, like spin around and do flips and stuff like that to dodge the ball. And there's different kind of dodgeball. Like there's a sniper ball. There's a cage ball. Etc. and it's just really fun overall, in terms of the graphical presentation of the game, in terms of definitely I see esports going through this, um, and it's really cool, the more you play it, the more strategies you can find yourself doing, not only in terms of how to engage the, the opposing team, but also just in terms of playstyle, you, you know, in terms of, oh yeah, if I spin this way and toss the ball, I could do a curveball, you know, or um, I could, you know, you could tackle in the game and stuff like that. You could be aggressive, run up to an opposing player, tackle them so they could drop their ball and you could pick it up and just toss it at them. You could toss uh, your, your uh, teammate um, and they will form into a ball and you could toss it at them. It, it's a, a really, really fun game and it grew massively popular. I do believe the last time that I've seen, uh, it's, it's been a little while, but the last time that I've seen uh, the player count for this game, I do believe it has 3 million players. Which is a lot. So, um, you know, congrats to them, the developers. And, and um, it, it's a fun experience. And I highly recommend it. So, if you have not played this game, I highly recommend that um, you, know, you give it a try. You know? And Season 2 is coming out. New cosmetics. Uh, new maps. And I do believe it's all for free. Um, well, you know, if you own the game and stuff. And it's, it's really cool. I highly recommend this. I have always have blessed time with my friends. And, um, yeah, very fun. Now, the fifth announcement that was shown in EA Play was Battlefield 2042. Oh, boy. Where do I start with this one? So, I I, I think you, you've, I, I, hopefully I expressed in a previous episode of True Way Gaming my reaction to the game. Uh, or rather the announcement. When I remember when it was announced that they were gonna do a countdown for the countdown, which is hilarious. Um, <laughs> um I didn't wait for the whole thing. I literally I waited till there was like a minute left and then it was funny when the minute for the countdown happened and I was like three, two, one and I saw the transmission incoming and then it was another countdown. I was like, Alright, I'm just gonna play a game and literally just do something for a whole hour and I came back. <laughs> But when I saw the trailer, I was like, wow, they're doing futuristic. And, I, and in a weird way, I felt, in a weird way, I felt like a hypocrite in a sense. Because when Call of Duty years ago, when they announced Advanced Warfare, I'm like, oh, okay, wow, Call of Duty in the future. That's that's interesting. Amen. Well, that's awesome. And then if uh, Black Ops 3, I was like, oh, okay, futuristic again. Oh, all right, cool. We'll try out what doing or whatever and then Infinite Warfare came out, I'm like, okay, yeah, like, Call of Duty, they've lost their identity, you know? I was tired of it being Future Warfare, uh, to me, I, you know, it felt dumb after a while, you know? And then, you know, when I it, when it came back to, like, World War II, and then, sort of modern time, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, well, yeah, Modern Warfare, yes, which is so modern time, and then Call of Duty, uh, Cold War, which was in the, but yeah, Cold War area, um, era. Excuse me. I was like, man, that's awesome. So, you know, so I feel like Call of Duty's on the right track. And when I saw Battlefield 2042, I was like, oh man, they're doing futuristic. That's a brilliant idea. <laughs> you know, that's a brilliant idea. That's awesome that they're they're going for this. Um, definitely a, a big change for the franchise. And you know, thoroughly, I was excited for it. You know, I'm excited for it. Excuse me. And I guess for a the second there, why I said I was excited for it. Because uh, the trailer was appearing, appealing, even though it was not gameplay, but you know, in in the trailer, it always shows elements of gameplay, you know, especially with the th- dynamic weather system, which looks crazy. And, um, and, and they actually show the gameplay of, um, I mean, not that reveal trailer, but anyway, like they showed all that. I was like, you know what, man, I'm sold, you know, that's awesome. I was really hoping for um, an Xbox Game Pass, um. You know, it happened. Like, oh, play day one on Game Pass. I was really hoping for that. And then my hopes literally shot all the way down from like 100 to zero. When I read that single player is going to be completely absent in Battlefield 2042. two. There is, It's not going to feature a campaign. Um, a single campaign. A campaign, excuse me. And um, it's just going to feature, uh, feature multiplayer. And they're going to charge full price for this game now if you're playing this game battlefield 40 uh, 2042 on xbox one and ps4 it's going to be 60 dollars for current gen copies uh, series x s and then also ps5 they're going to charge 70 dollars. and on top of that ea has confirmed or dice has confirmed that not only that but it's also going to have monetization it's going to have battle passes it's going to have Cosmetic stuff you could buy that's going to have operators. Um, So they're sort of, I do believe they're replacing a class system with operators. So the operators that you get, they are class-based, I do believe. Um, And in other words, just hearing all that, I'm just like, man, wow. I never knew in one day I could be so hyped for a game. And literally 20 minutes later, that excitement just shoots right out. You know, it's gone, and yeah, and for multi—if you're asking why, Carl, what the heck? All right, it's multiplayer only. But don't you play multiplayer games all the time? True, I do play. I do have a lot, you know—I do spend um, time playing multiplayer games with my friends. You know, like I mean, Warzone. Uh, I have one friend in particular um, that I play Warzone with. I play PUBG. You know, I play—you um, know—other games. You know, other games, Halo. And the thing is, though, I do believe I expressed in a previous podcast, but for me, I, I don't like to buy, especially full priced. To me, when, when I don't like buying just multiplayer games, because to me, I see a loss of value for that, um, or rather, I see a temporary value of that game. You know, like, for example, I never purchased uh, Call of Duty Black Ops 4 when it was that was the first Call of Duty in a series to ever a fe- uh, feature uh, to ever miss um to have the single player campaign completely absent and um i never bought that game because it's only has zombies always has multiplayer and in other words when you buy a multiplayer game which uh, obviously is online only um there is going to be a time and especially this year i feel like we had a lot of this year we had a lot of news re- um, relating to you know um you know, consoles 15 years from now, you know? Like, well, with with Sony, um, PlayStation 3 store, PlayStation Vita store was going to shut down. Now they're shutting down just the PSP store, but it's going to happen. They are going to shut down the PS3 store, um, maybe next year. Um, it's going to happen. Uh, so, in other words, my, my point is, buying a multiplayer-only game, um, you know, you spend a full price on it, and... 15 years from now, let's say if they shut down a service for the Xbox One, right, or PS5, you're going to have a game that you could literally never play again. And one example of that is a game called Mag. Mag, um, and I think Space Hawk even for the PS3, and I do believe Twisted Metal. You can't play those games online anymore. The, the service is shut off for those. Even though the PS3 network is not shut down, but those particular games in particular, they shut down a service. Um, EA also recently confirmed actually um, earlier this year uh, or maybe that last month actually that they're going to shut down the multiplayer servers for Need for Speed Carbon uh, Need for Speed The Run Need for Speed Shift 1 and 2 uh, Shift, yeah, Part 1 and 2 and then um, I do believe there's one more game I forgot I think it's possibly Hot Pursuit for the Xbox 360 but you have the remastered on, on the Xbox um, on the Xbox Series X and, and, and Xbox One yeah, you have the remaster. Um, But the 360 versions of that is going to, in other words, all these games I mentioned are for the Xbox 360, they're going to shut, they're shutting it down, or rather, have shut down. Um, And it's just, in other words, from a collector's perspective, I'm a retro gamer. I love the idea that right now, you know, I have original Xbox, PS2. I love the idea where, boom, if I have a game that I want to play, I could just grab the disc, pop it in my system, that's it. No updates, no online checks. It's a complete game. I could play whenever I want. You know, and I love that. And and when we forward current gen, well, you know, Battlefield 2042, let's say that happens, you know, eventually they're gonna shut down the service for this. You know, and or Xbox Live. There is gonna be a time where they're gonna shut it down for previous consoles like they did with they did with the original Xbox. And you know, it may be a long time for now. Xbox did make that commitment that they're trying to respect people's purchases. And, and, and Phil Spencer wants to preserve uh, gaming history. You know, he does. Um, but there is going to be a time. It's inevitable where they're going to shut the servers down for this game. Either they're going to shut the servers down for this game particularly. And or just Xbox Live is going to be shut down permanently. And you can't play this. You, there's no single player game to play on this. You know? So I feel like I've been on this point for a while. But you get it. You know? And, and, and some... People, you know, disagree and may say, well, actually, you know, well, they understand that point, but at the same time, $60 and to have to play hundreds of hours with their friends on this game, um, you know, for across a span of, you know, 10 years or a generation, they think that alone is worth, you know, the money. And I could, I could agree with that, too. I could agree with that. You know, it's just my preference. I prefer to purchase games that... Even offline, they have content, you know? And, and that, that, that's my point. But I'm going to be honest, y'all. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> to me, I, I was sort of debating with myself when I saw this IEA play. Um, that they announced a, a, a Battlefield Portal <laughs> mode. And that looks amazing that looks amazing and i and i believe that mode alone is going to keep this battlefield game alive for a very long time battlefield portal just in case you don't know it's um it's basically a big customizable mode that you could do where in other words what they showed in the trailer was that um it allows you to customize games pretty much custom games and you get to use Assets and also just char- uh, character models and also just um, different Battlefield games. Um, you could mix and customize the, the rules of the game and and, and uh, you know the game itself with previous Battlefields and current. So for example, there was a somebody made a, qual- a quality versus quantity mode, and there was a team of Battlefield 20, 42, um marines versus battlefield uh nineteen forty three marines world war two soldiers you know and um it's crazy there was I think there was only what like ten um battlefield twenty forty two players um and then you had like thirty uh battlefield World War II, you know World War two soldiers and that's really cool because the World War Two soldiers they have World War II weapons and then Battlefield you know twenty forty two you know they have advanced future warfare technology so that was really cool you see like advanced salt rifles and etc and they're fighting World War War two soldiers so in other words that's how you sort of get to customize the game there was another uh mode using battlefield portal um there was uh was it somebody made um uh, oh uh, you could w- one tank versus 20 robots little um century robots i think it was you know and uh and uh, which was, was really cool, and you could also like also use assets and and, and used um, pretty much the Battlefield Bad Company Two game as well. You could use weapons and uh, character models and stuff like that, and, and even maps from Battlefield Bad Company Two. You could play them on Battlefield Twenty Forty Two, um, Battlefield One, Battlefield uh, Five, and you know it's really cool. In other words, you could really mix and match. And have endless customizable games, in other words, and that mode looks fun, and I was just like, "Hold oh, snap, that's crazy!" You know, can you imagine? <laughs> you know, I-, I could make a custom game where I put, you know, uh, sixty. Right? I could put sixty uh, because the next gen ver- well, current gen Series X version and PS Five versions, you get to um, you could play up to one hundred and twenty some players. On those versions. so I'll put like sixty World War Two soldiers or World War One soldiers versus twenty or so um, uh, Battlefield twenty forty two players, and I'll probably put ten Battlefield Bad Company two players. You know, so like I'll just mix and match like that, and just all our warfare, and um, only World War Two vehicles are allowed, and the uh, futuristic soldiers they can only play on foot or something you know like it's, it's going to be awesome so i was really excited to see this and to where i saw this literally i was like man like that excitement that i've lost for this game really came back i was like man i'm really tempted like i really had this i'm having this debate on myself i mean man should i i mean most likely most likely what happen is i would wait until the game gets cheap i don't really i don't buy games full price anymore unless it's a game that i really want to support the developers on um and try to remember an oh like for example like resident evil 8 i purchased day one um i I wanted to support developers and to me i I said it a previous episode i felt like it was a true uh next gen experience and also a complete package up front so i I spent full price on that um and then but yeah so with this game it's multiplayer only I don't want to buy it, but at the same time, I might wait until, like, Black Friday or something. Hopefully, the price drops, like, $30, and then I was like, you know, may I get, it? like, literally, those thoughts came to my mind. I'm like, man, should I? It's still a little battle. I know I'm going to play this game eventually, and I think my friends, <laughs> um, after seeing Battlefield Portal, they want, like, okay, they're sold on it. So, I'm like, uh, I might have to uh, invest in this game, you know? Man, I spoke a lot about it, but it was really interesting. Thank you so much for bearing with me. <laughs> and then the the sixth reveal, the sixth game they revealed, and the rumors are true, was Death, is Death Space remake. Now, there's a lot of positive to say. There's a lot of things to say about this one. I am a very big Death Space fan. When Death Space Came out I remember actually I, my father I remember when death space first came out that holiday that, that Christmas my father brought me part one and um he it's funny he brought me it but he also it was uh, a <laughs> um he wanted he was very curious about the game as well so like he brought it for me but he played it as well uh, which was really funny and I used to watch him play it as well and I played it and it's it's an amazing game classic and you know, there was a lot of rumors coming up to this event, this EA Play event, for the past, I think a few weeks now. Uh, there was a rumor that there was going to be a Death Space remake trilogy, and they were they were going to give it like, uh, well, actually, 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 if rumors was first they were going to do a remaster trilogy, like port it over to 4K, 60 frames, and you know, you know, bump up the graphics a little bit, etc., and just remaster the trilogy. I was excited for that alone. Then I heard, I saw a rumor. Excuse me, online that they're going to remake all three games, sort of like what they did a Resident Evil Two, and the final announcement, um, you know, what really ended up showing, you know, it's confirmed um, that they're just rem- remaking the first Death Space, and, which is still awesome, which is still amazing. I'll, you know, I was kind of excited for the trilogy, even though it was just rumors. Always take it with a grain of salt. Um, but, you know, hearing this announcement, I'm really happy we're getting a Death Space remake. But at the same time, I was like, oh, man, I would really love to see a Part 2 remake because that was my favorite Death Space, Part 2. And then even a third one. I mean, I would love to see that, you know? Um, And it was really cool because when I saw this announcement, I'm like, oh, snap, they're actually doing it. And then I was curious because back in 2017, they shut down the First World Games. First World Games, am I saying it right? Ficero Games, yeah. Um, They were shut down in 2017. Those were the creators for Death Space. They created um, all three Death Space. And then a man by um, Glenn. Glenn uh, Sculptfield, I think that's his name. I hope I'm not butchering his name. Um, The director for the original Death Space, he directed the series. He's no longer at EA and also yeah, Fist world Games is going to shut down. So he's not, you know, the director of that studio anymore. So I was really curious. About the first thing I was like, man, how are they going to do this like, without the team? You know, I mean, a remake. How should, I, how should I say? Like, I mean, I think we've seen remakes without the original team. Uh, I'm trying to think of a, a few examples here um, in my mind, but... Um, Oh my goodness! Yeah, I do believe. Like, I, I do believe if I'm not mistaken, like for example, Bullet Storm, Full Clip Edition, um, the original team didn't remaster it. You know, um, even though I think it's a remake. Yeah, I think at that point it was a remake. Um, Resident Evil Two. I'm not sure. I it's not the original Resident Evil Two team. I think the the creator was there. He, he oversaw the project. So I'm not sure if we count that one, so to speak. Uh, but just off the top, I'm sure there's plenty more where, they recreated the game but they kept it true to the original you know um so in other words i was like man like i hope they will keep it true i hope they don't try to add stuff and come on this is ea we're talking about hopefully they don't add microtransactions so it's cool that after this announcement in other words uh of that space remake like 20 minutes later on you look online it was like news everywhere and developers actually confirming some stuff ign they posted an interview that they had with uh, the *Lethal* project, this EA Motive is, de- is developing this remake, and um, they're not just planning a remaster. To they're not just bumping up to 4K, 60 frames. Boom, there you go. Uh, for *Legend*, no, they're actually rebuilding the game from the ground up. They're redoing the lighting, they're redoing the audio, they're actually rebuilding assets in the game, character models fresh um you know they're, they're staying true they said to the game they're staying true to the vision they're staying true to what the original game was in terms of story and stuff like that but they also have access to um well one they actually had um hold on AM, worked with some um former de- developers for the game which i found out uh, you can read the article on windows central and pretty much anywhere game, game ran i do believe just just gonna you know, quote an article here ea motive worked with some former developers including ux director dino Incarno Incarno? i, I, I hope i'm not i'm so bad with names please forgive me guys <laughs> uh to get their insight and input on the remake and and i quote what you know saying here uh back in january i was invited to help guide the developers remaking a game i worked on 13 years ago it's been such a privilege to consult and advise the EA Motive team on the franchise I hold near and dear to my heart. Congrats on the whole team. Which is really cool. The original Death Space launched in 2008, and then the, uh, the sequel came in 2011. So I, I was like, really cool that back in you know January, he actually went to advise them and stuff like that. So that so that's cool. It's not like EA said here. Yeah, you, EA Motive, you're working on this, and uh, yeah, try your best. Whatever happens, happens. You know, they didn't do that. You know, that was really cool. And the second, also uh, the director of the game, uh, like I mentioned, uh, Glenn Scottfield, um, he actually responded to um, his reaction. He gave his reaction on Twitter, and he said, and I quote: "Directing the original Death Space was one of the highlights of my career. Excited to see what EA Motive Studio team does with it." So it's cool that like he gave his, you know, consent on this, which is really cool. And then the other guy, um, and, and other they're working with other teams that was at Games on this remake. And also, when you read those articles, too, going on, um, you can see it on Game Rant and Windows Central, stuff like that, the IGN review, um, the directors and EA Motors, um, uh, developers, excuse me, on this game, they're keep, they, they, they say they're going to keep true to it, um, they said they are going to remove stuff that's not going to work within the game. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, that was originally in the game; it just didn't work. They didn't give no specific details on that. Hopefully, they don't remove stuff that was good, and they're saying, "Oh, that's bad." <laughs> um, but they're they're just they're they're also recreating areas, um, areas um, that were was laid out the way they were because of technical limitations back in two thousand eight when the game released and stuff like that, or you know. Prior to that, when they were developing the game on a three sixty and PS three, um, they're sort of going to redo it. You know, basically what they did at Resident Evil two. Well, not this particular team, but Resident Evil two, for example, developers mentioned something about that, where there was actually areas, a lot of areas in the in Resident Evil two and the, the police department that they actually expanded um, because of the that. Well, they expanded areas. They kept true to it mostly, but they added and also expanded areas. In the game, um, that they couldn't have done before, you know, uh, because of our current technology, and they're gonna pretty much that's what they were saying they were gonna do with the EA Motive. If that's what they're doing with this one, and they're redoing the audio, they're gonna, you know, do some stuff, add some stuff, um, but they're they're staying. They're saying the whole way through, they're staying true. The story is not gonna change. They're everything is gonna be mainly the same. They're just gonna expand. In a lot of areas and rework some stuff and they're doing the animations fresh lighting fresh audio fresh etc etc so i'm really happy to hear that it sounds like it's going to be an amazing experience um they're also saying too they have um like notes uh one of the developers the um that that worked the for working on this that had notes from death space 2 that a lot of concepts and some ideas that they didn't implement on that title and they're going to add to this one again, they didn't give any specifics, but a lot of stuff that they couldn't add before they're adding into this remake, and also um, and I- I'm trying to remember one other thing. I'm trying to remember um, that they were also going to add um, just yeah some stuff. Again, what well, I forgot it. I just had a thought in my mind. I forgot it, but some st- layouts and stuff they're going to rework. They're going to add some stuff. It's going to be an amazing remake. Amazing remake. I hope it does well because, and I hope this leads not only to a full blown out remake of Death Space Two and Three. I hope they take their time with this, because I know that with the uh, Resident Evil Two and Three remake, like Resident Evil Two, amazing remake, but they remade Resident Evil Three, which is still awesome, highly praised and stuff. Um, but I do believe. Because Capcom was trying to release it at a timely manner, they were trying to rush it. Um, there was at Resident Evil Three. They actually cut some a lot of stuff out that was in the original Resident Evil games. A uh, Resident Evil Three game, um, they cut out in the remake. You know, and a lot of fans were highly upset about that. Highly upset. Like in the original Resident Evil Three, it was more open world or more exploration got done than the remake. Um, and and you can see even a whole video about it on YouTube. Also crazy stuff and. Um, yeah, so in other words, my point of referring to Resident Evil, how they did the remakes, I just hope that EA Motive and EA allows them just to take their time with this, release Death Space 1, that becomes massively successful, at, or at the same time as developed Death Space 1, uh, remake it, I mean, they could remake the sequel, but they keep everything that was in the original Death Space 2, cut nothing out, just add some stuff, do the same treatment as you're doing the first one, and, you know, they, they do it for Part 2, and maybe even Part 3, I know a lot of people... Um, you know, part three was my least favorite, but, you know, I still liked it. i never beaten it, but I still liked it. And even then, I-, I hope that these sequels become a great success that they're able to make a part four. And, you know, because I was really nervous about them doing a part four because, you know, Fitzgerald shut down. But as I read, according to this GameSpot article, um, there are some official <laughs> <fishural>. <laughs> uh, visceral developers that are working on this project you know and you know and I believe they'll also call back like I mentioned uh, the director and, and, and the person that they have uh, the two directors uh, for Death Space they could call them back to work on the sequel you know and that's what I hope and you know only time will tell probably gonna get a sequel until maybe 20 28 at this point <laughs> oh man I don't know it made me sad so far in the future but anyway so but yeah, like I'm excited for this. I was when I got when I saw this, even though it was a brief trailer. Um, I'm really excited for this. Really, really am. And again, um, it's really cool to see. Just like I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, EA—they're starting. They have a lot of changing to do, but you can sort of see they're changing the formula up a little bit. They're actually producing developing from their studios single player content and and you know games that not every game is having loot boxes you know and I, I just hope that more change happens with the studio but you know I give them credit for what they're doing they're allowing they're allowed to do the same thing with Star Wars they're making a new single player game now and now this Death Players remake you know things are looking good and I just hope that they get better and not worse I hope they don't f- fall back you know, so, yeah. So, overall, that was all the announcements for the EA um, EA Play Conference. And, to be honest, it it wasn't mind-blowing. It wasn't, oh, man, it was uh, amazing. You know, I didn't have that reaction like the Microsoft and the Tendles E3 press conference. But, honestly, I, must, I I must say that this press conference, even though it was only six announcements, it was good. And it was a, 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 it was a good one that we had in recent years because I'm sorry. the past EA plays ones that we had, I'm sorry, it was so so horrible, so horrible, especially the one with like I think the most exciting one that we had in recent years, even though it was not exciting, was the anthem. <laughs> we all know how that turned out, you know but uh, but this one was really good and, and the fact that they kept sports titles out. I'm like this was a good. This was the best one they had in years, and that's where I stand in this one, you know. And um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. <laughs> that's pretty much it. That's all I have to say for this EA plays. Um, I'm excited for you know two of the games, and um, yeah, I hope you guys are too. Please let me know what you think. Um, and yeah, that will conclude this episode. So, again, on True gaming. We answer your gaming-related questions and talk about gaming-related topics. You can send your questions and or topics at um, TWGPQuestions at gmail.com. Remember to write question at the subject bar. and please your name so I could properly address you on the show and just send me your question and or topic that you would like uh, for me to talk about here on the show. And then maybe your question or topic could be featured on the next episode. And uh, again, I want to say so very much. Thank you guys so very much for taking the time out to hear me today. Um, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I know I had a big rant on the B- T- Battlefield 2042, <laughs> um, and even Death Space. The last two games, I, I really, you know, to me they were the highlight. You know, um, but I, I thank you guys so very much for for taking the time out to listen to me. I love you guys. Oh, stay tuned. I haven't posted the Patreon yet. Um, it's gonna happen. That's still in the works. I'm also do have plans uh, to actually start posting on social media. Uh, I was thinking about getting an Instagram and also possibly um, well Twitter, that's for sure. Um, so that way you guys can stay in communication with me, and also you can send your questions there, and also a way for you guys to um, you know um, see when uh, an episode gets posted. And then I'm also in works of just to give you guys a little update on I'm um, in works of expanding this show onto YouTube as well. I was, I'm ex- working on expanding. Um, to be honest, I'm uh, a little ignorant in this area. And uh, I got to do more research and see how that will work and stuff. Um, or, or rather, the equipment that I need. Because um, I know it's going to be a lot of money for me to invest in and stuff like that. Uh, but again, stay tuned for my Patreon if you want to support me. So that way I can support here what I do here on the show. Um, you know, Stay tuned for that. And again, guys, just thank you so very much. So god bless you guys i love you jesus loves you my name is one way soldier and this is the noi transmission